0: Playing booch ball. Booch. We playing boot ball. Hello and welcome back to Booch Ball. I'm your host, Alex, joined by my lovely co-host Freed. How you doing over there, Freed?
1: Tired. A little sad, but we're working on it. You know what? It's booch Ball season.
0: We'll be all right. Of waiting, tired of waiting for you to be good at football again. It's been 20 years, Fried.
1: I talk myself into it every season. <laughs> and I re talk myself into it every week. But it's official. <laughs> the Miami Hurricanes are not going to be the ACC champions in 2023. We're not going to the playoffs. We're, my, we're probably not even going to win eight games.
0: That's what I said. Hey, I set the expectation at 7-5 at the beginning of the season, Freed. Um, So, yeah, Miami goes to North Carolina State, as I predicted. uh, Did not play well under the big bright lights of NC State. NC State's always an exciting atmosphere, I feel like, for a college football game.
1: Another primetime game. The viewers love us. Another primetime ACC network matchup. Hey, primetime, (laughs) primetime. You know, like, I feel like about 20 out of 22 of the positions on the field are doing really well. Maybe even 21 out of 22. Everything's rocking and rolling. We just got to find ourselves a quarterback.
0: Yeah. We really – it it appears Tyler Van Dyke is unfortunately not that guy. But is a guy guy named Emery that guy who is a true freshman?
1: Hey. Don't forget about number eleven, Chikari. Been calling for it for weeks. Put in the wildcat. That's right. At least for a package. Give me something.
0: I know we're getting to the point where we're not going to burn his red shirt, right? So we might as well. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to play against Florida State after what he what happened last year with him. Um, I
1: mean, they sent him out there as a true freshman against Clemson, so yeah. I don't see this as being any different. It can't possibly be worse than what we've seen, but. You know what, we'll get into that a little bit later, and as you alluded to, it is in fact Florida State Hate Week here on the Booch Ball Show, and to celebrate in style, we brought in one of our very own boochies from the other side, a real-life Florida State alumni and football supporter, my guy,
2: Sean. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and... Hey, it'd only be right if it was Miami FSU weekend, right? You said, you it. said it. Thanks
0: for joining. Welcome to Booch Ball, the only podcast on the internet talking college football and kombucha. Yeah. Welcome, Sean. So you're a long-time listener. First time, first, well, second time caller in, right?
2: Yeah. So me and the Freed did an interview, ooh, what was that, Freed a couple years ago now? Two years like 2019?
1: 2020? 2020. 2020. 2020,
2: right? Maybe. I feel like it was like 2020. Yeah, maybe, maybe 2021.
0: 2021. And Anyways, let's not get hung up on the years. So, Sean, did, a, you guys did a baseball thing together, right? Correct.
2: Yep. And you, I think it's time to start talking some football. Talking but... some football?
0: What's what's your guys' relationship? What's your relationship to the Freed, as you put it? So, put
2: yep. So, I've known the Freed since 2015 um, <laughs> With our when we were working together with the Marlins and the friendship quickly transformed over sports talk, some, some FIFA back in the day. I don't even know. I'm still trying to get the feed to hop back on the sticks, but
0: that's, um, right, that's right. So get, go the first back, back when we were
2: working
1: for the Marlins, uh, Sean was living up in, well, he's still living up in basically the Jensen beach area. So he used to pretty much sleep at the stadium throughout the entire homestand. Cause that's like an hour and a half drive sometimes home. So, um, after our senior year, I still had the Don, uh, my famous house, uh, from sure. senior year that sure. was and Jazzo, our buddies and, uh, had some open space. So I just told Sean, stop sleeping at the stadium. Just come back to the crib. He'd, he'd sleep on the couch. We'd play FIFA. Good times.
2: Oh yeah. It was Nothing but good things to say about the freed, Alex, but that's <laughs> obvious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Say so something I haven't heard before. Um, what do you think of uh, of uh, former Miami Marlins president, David Sampson?
2: Um, I mean, he's, I don't want to get too far into the, uh, the nit and gritty, but I think we all kind of have the same consensus uh, opinion on him, all outspoken. Um, Maybe some arrogance sprinkled in there. But, sure. Um, Maybe a Napoleon complex. He kept me complex. employed and he didn't fire me, so I, will leave that's it at that.
0: According to him, he loves firing people. So that's uh, as a as a listener of the of the Dan Levitard show, he once went on the show to talk about how he had, took unbridled pleasure in firing those who deserved to be fired. So congratulations. Say what you want to say.
2: Yeah. I appreciate that, Alex. <laughs> say what you want about the guy. He does. He's not a dull person. It's always lively. And I know exactly what you're talking about with those
0: interviews. (laughs) Very good. Well, you could say the same thing about the Freed and I here on Booch Ball. So, Sean, welcome to the show. We were talking a little bit off the pod um, that you really haven't maybe had a booch in a little while. So, I think it's time for us to move on to the very first segment of Booch Ball, as we all know, which is, of course, what we're drinking.
1: What we're drinking. Welcome to the chat James. So
0: yes, oh, this is a fun little <laughs> development. Jake watches every show <laughs>
1: and we love him. True Bucci. And so if you've been watching Miami Hurricanes football you know that there's a certain quarterback. A certain quarterback who has that brownish maybe some would call Auburn type hair. He's A man of my own nature, a a pasty white gentleman. You're saying he's a ginger, Freed? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm a ginger, and that ginger needs some help. So we got (laughs) the ginger aid
0: from GT's Synergy Line. How about that? Wow. That's an amazing connection, Freed. I didn't realize that you had that all. Did you have that all typed out? It it was up my sleeve. I had the ace in the hole. Sean's got a ginger aid there, too,
1: on the black screen. Uh, Don't believe him, but Sean... I know you're a big booch guy. You were telling me off air, it's been a minute.
2: Tell us about your kombucha game. Oh, it's I've been drinking kombucha for year, years, boys. Um, I, I honestly don't think I've had one this year. So for really? the pod, I went and picked up was a couple for the, well, I was just going to get the, uh, the gingerade at Publix and Turned out they had a two for one deal. Two uh, well, for one? Me. You buy gotta two. be kidding me.
0: Two, so you can buy buy
2: two, buy two get one free. Oh, so,
1: oh buy course, two, buy two get one, get one free. How right, was the right. sneaky with that it. buy two get one free? I can't tell you how many times I bought two. I brought two up to the counter. I was yeah. like, "Where's my free one?"
2: I like, no, got it. Two buy two, two, two for, for the point, price you can't of three. It. You're all in. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. You gotta, gotta one. go get one more, or you gotta run back to yeah, scamper on back and get another one for you um all right but I well i cracked
2: one i cracked one open before and just when you don't have one for a while fellas it it's a little different
0: it really does it's a it's a game changer um i've actually started getting into uh chugging them a little bit freed after we had cody strickland on who chugs a bootch every day mm-hmm. there is something nice about like just pounding a bootch. so sometimes i'll just like chug half of it i'm um, in complete agreement alex yeah it is nice yeah, Sean
2: used to do those 64 ounce bottles, right? He used to get the big boys. Oh, oh, yeah. Finished that in a matter of hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, it can. Uh, yeah, I can get through those. I don't know how, like, cost, like, how economical those are for me. So I feel like I just, like, just having access to it, I end up drinking that like, over the course of the day. I'll have, like, three things worth of booch. I don't you know. almost have to, though, because you don't want it to go
1: flat. You can't space it out over, like, a full week.
0: Yeah. That's fair. All right. Well, we're drinking what we're drinking today, boys. It's the GT's gingerade. Hopefully, this will send some good juju towards either Tyler Van Dyke or his inevitable replacement. We'll see what happens. But, Free, this is one that we've had before on the show, one of the first ever booches that we had. This is in our fourth season. We're going back, and we're checking back in on some older legacy booches to see if we gave them a fair shake the first time around. Yeah. So
1: That's right. This was our uh, our third ever episode of Booch Ball. We gave it a 7.2, and we decided, uh, looking back at the Booch Big Board currently, it's about a fringe top 25 Booch, so we'll have to update and see yeah. what's up.
0: And it's just straight, you know, a lot of times with the ginger, you see, like, some lemon mixed in, or you see another kind of flavor. This is that. just straight-up gin, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this thing going. Bottoms up, boys. Hmm. It's you know, bubbly. Uh, bubbly.
1: right before Booch Ball, I was actually making a kind of Chinese inspired chicken dish in the Instant Pot, and I was looking for the ginger. My, my lovely wife used the rest of our frozen ginger and didn't put it on the shopping list, so we didn't have ginger. I had to go heavy on the five spice, but yeah. this ginger is making up for it.
0: Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm sure your lovely wife won't make that mistake again. right (laughs) yeah anyways um yeah this is um the thing is with gt and especially with this gingerade flavor i've actually become i'm much less likely to buy this um because of how much i love the gt's trilogy because the gt's trilogy really does hit the spot every from every angle
2: yeah,
1: that's why they they bring all three of them in there because they just they work together. That's the ginger, the lemon, and the raspberry gives you all that three name. facets of the game, really. Yeah,
0: just the like same, a the
1: spice and the sweet all in one. But
2: this gingerade is is good all, all on its own too.
0: What are you, what are your thoughts, Sean?
2: Um, and I was trying to think back who the um, you all brought in. I believe it was a couple years ago, but and it may have been the gingerade that he. That you all drank at the time, but he made the statement. I want it. I want to feel it. I want to mm-hmm. feel like it's working. And the, yeah. the gingerade, you can with the antioxidants, and it's just not the top of the charts, but
0: it it's up there for me.
1: It's a wellness beverage,
0: no doubt about it. Yeah, but this is also like the the GTs. Like it is in that like Canada Dry kind of ginger ale vibe which i think like puts me off into i think it like tricks my body my body's like this is soda right and so i don't feel like i get i think there's something about the tartness of the lemon with these other ginger booches that like makes it feel more like medicine particularly if you compare to say the the health aid ginger, ginger lemon. lemon exactly yeah but it's solid it's not knocking my socks off but it's a you know It's kind of what I've come to expect from this booch. Yeah, agreed. All right,
1: well, enough about what we're drinking. How about we move on to the next segment of the show, Alex?
0: Which is, of course, what we're thinking. What we're thinking? Hmm. Well, Freed, it's Miami-Florida State hate week, baby. It's rivalry week here at the Booch Ball Studios, and we've got uh, two for... Plus one deal. What was it called again? Buy yeah. two? Buy two, get two, free. Get one. Yes, yes free. I will take
2: the blame there. I, <laughs> I worked that incorrectly at first, but yes, buy two, get one free.
0: You get two Miami fans, and you got a Florida State fan for free, folks. <laughs> so, Sean, welcome to the podcast. Can you talk to us about your Florida State fandom and, and why you decided to do that with your life?
2: Yeah, so growing up, I... I was always more of an NFL guy and came time to start applying for colleges and went and visited Florida State one time and fell in love with it. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been, but it has that old oh, traditional.
0: I'm not allowed old, back, but I've been.
2: <laughs> it has that, you know, Alex, it has that old traditional
0: Lots of bricks. college
2: feel to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And game day at FSU, it's I've never been to an FSU sec facility but it's it's got to be up there
0: yeah the, the, the doke yeah my uh my cousin connor went to florida state um which bucked tradition from the mind of our family because my dad went to uh Frat Row was scared by Maguire. um yeah so my cousin connor went to florida state which kind of like took everybody by surprise because our whole family were big miami fans the whole time Um, but then all of a sudden Connor was at Florida state and this was in the, uh, this was the Jameis Winston era, I believe. Right. I think his first year was 2013. And I think that's when Florida state won, right? That was the national championship year. Yep. Yeah.
2: And ironically, the last I graduated 2013. So I just unfortunately missed the the spring of uh, spring of 13.
0: So just missed the, uh. Okay. The national championship year, yeah. All right. Well, I think you uh, – were you undefeated against Miami in your college career? Do you recall a loss, or did uh, Ja'Cory Harris get you anytime?
2: I remember Ja'Cory beating us my freshman year at the – Freshman year, 2009? Right. Yes, sir. Great. year Got a good
0: memory. And that's the last time we won for – I remember watching the highlights of that on my high school library computer on ESPN.com. Just, like, watching Ja'Cory Harris throw to Travis Benjamin and being like, could we have the guy? And then it turned out we did not um, It's the cyber of I, t- I did a, like, when I knew I was going to go to Miami, I, we, were, we were down there for a game as part of, like, the tour experience. But I was like, I'd been to a bunch of Miami games before, so it, like, wasn't anything that new. But I, saw, I remember we got in, like, late to the stadium, and we were just, like, walking by just, like, mountains of trash. Just beer cans, just like more beer cans than you've ever seen in your entire life. Just like a pillar amount of just awful trash. And I think that's like part of the shittiness of like having your tailgates in a stadium that's just surrounded by parking lot. Like you really do miss out on some of like the, you know, the pageantry and the college ness of it all, which, you know, Florida State, say what you will about the place but ta- in Tallahassee in general and the waffle houses there but boy <laughs> do they uh they have an uh they they have a legit college experience on campus no doubt games. about
2: it and for those that have not been definitely recommended especially for a big game
0: like this weekend you just have to be careful and you have to know your uh fraternity's pledge because i went um we have this thing called the was it the what is it called again star and crescent Freed. yeah um because Fried and i had like joined like we started a fraternity we were founding fathers of a fraternity so we never like pledged i mean didn't get hazed or anything like that um so i had a pretty like lax you know pretty laissez-faire like view of the whole fraternity process i was kind of like let everybody in i don't really matter like doesn't really care (laughs) and i didn't really care very much about like nailing the like studying all the all the stuff so I went to one of the. Uh, we went with my cousin Connor. He was bopping around to like his fraternity. I went to to like my house with like a couple other people, and I like, I like kind of like got in at one point, and I was like looking for a beer, and like one of the guys who was like hanging around the cooler was like, and I was like in my Miami gear. He's like, what? he's like, who are you? And I was like, oh yeah, just Kappa Sigma, Miami, whatever, coming up. He's like, oh Kappa Sigma, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, what's the star and crescent then? <laughs> I <was just> like... <laughs> and I just go, I just did the first line. I was like, the star and crescent shall not be worn by every man. Mo- like, motherfucker. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I like, tried to like kind of dap him up and get right past it. <laughs> and he just like, uh, he just goes, all right, what's the rest of it? <laughs> wow. I was like, uh, uh, I-, I can do the handshake if you want to do that. Sounds like a bunch of jeeds to me. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't last very long at the Kappa Sigma uh, tailgate event. And then later I got uh, kicked out of my hotel room at the uh, Sheridan Four Points for trying to oh, sneak, for sneak into the on-campus pool after hours. Um, it was all a big misunderstanding. You're um, In the end. But yeah, so we got kicked out of the hotel. And then when we were going back to – we we me and a bunch of like a couple friends like drove up together and then drove back down together and then we went to a waffle house like so hungover from the night before like to just like get food before we made our big drive back and there was a table next to us of Miami fans and we like kind of got to talk to them talking about how terrible the game was and then when we got to pay went up to leave they had paid our full bill how about that respect so that's yeah. a oh, nice, nice little, places.
2: nice little memory from a, uh, a, what year was this Alex?
0: That would have been 2014 20... or 15. I think it might've been 2015.
2: No, 30...
0: Was it after school? After no, no, it would have been 20. It would have been 2014. It was senior year.
1: The game was our senior year FSU game was home. So it must've been 2013. And it
0: was junior year. Never mind. Yeah, Junior year. There was a lot going on with me in junior year, I think, but here I am. Survived Maybe because I joined that fraternity. Should never have done that. Big mistake. Um. Wait. So, Sean, do you have any um, any like great memories of the Florida State rivalry throughout your time? Like, because unfortunately, Florida State has been pretty far and away dominant in this relationship in recent history.
2: Yeah, you can you could definitely sense it in the air. Just the week leading leading up to. I remember. Walking around campus, getting ready to go to class, and walking by the football facility, and you see the hurricane flag. You kind of get a little, a little goosebumps. Like, all right, it's Miami week, mm-hmm. and then the Miami fans start showing up Thursday, Friday, and it, it's what do you think of Florida. them?
0: What do you think of Miami fans? What's the what's the what's the reputation from a Florida State perspective?
2: Um. I'd say cocky. I hope I don't offend you guys with that, but you're not wrong. Confidence. I'm going to say cocky.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's about as light as you could have gone there. That was pretty pretty inoffensive. I would say. I'd say Miami fans would probably like lean into that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, free. Do you want to talk any of the uh, the X's and O's here?
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, the game's going to come down to quarterbacks, right? Both teams have fairly good defenses. I think Miami actually probably has the edge there. It just depends on what sort of quarterback play. Um, Sean, one thing I was actually curious about and was thinking about is, did you, because I I know you knew uh, Devin Travis. um, What's his face's older brother? Uh, Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Jordan's older brother. Did you know of Jordan at all uh, when you were in school? um, Ever hear about him as a football recruit? I know he didn't initially enroll at Florida State but just kind of curious if you ever met a young Jordan Travis
2: funny you ask yeah so I believe it was the ACC tournament which would have been 2012 Jordan was probably 10 11 at the time I mean you guys can do the math real quick but <laughs> you just see a little kid and you think well it's one of the players brothers so, nice to meet you man and I remember Hearing about Jordan, and then um, I actually saw Devin a couple years ago when De- uh, Jordan was at Louisville, and I asked him how's he doing, and it's kind of figure ah he's not playing yet. He might be one of those guys that makes it to major division one football and kind of fizzles out, fizzled sure. out. But it it's been impressive seeing the transformation he's made. I mean, I'm sure you all have seen it from. His first year at Florida State to what it is now, especially the jump from 2021 to last year, 2022, it night and day.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of talk that he was like going to leave like the program, or like that he was going to, or like at least like change positions or something like that at the start of this year, right? I did hear that. Yeah, that um, maybe wide because he is an athlete. Um,
2: maybe move over to wide receiver, and Norvell stuck with him, and it's paying off. And hey, it doesn't hurt to have two six, a six four and a six seven <laughs> receiver you just throw jump balls yeah. to jump yeah. balls to and one not, of which is probably be going to be a first rounder but not so bad when you have a couple speaking,
0: 23 year olds passing the ball back and forth to each other
1: <laughs> speaking of which um, sean i, I do want to get back to qbs but what do you know about the injuries to uh like like we just mentioned that uh keon coleman and johnny wilson you think they're gonna play this weekend
2: yeah, I think Johnny's gonna play. I think that may have been more precautionary. Um, yeah, I was, I, and I was kind of blindsided when I saw Keon Coleman was out. Um, I don't believe it's a long-term deal, and I think he is supposed to play this week. But you never know. I, I heard yeah. he was out maybe thirty minutes before the game last week. So <laughs> knowing
1: absolutely nothing on my end, my first thought was, you know what, Pitt sucks. If there's any possibility that this could be a nagging thing, Norvell was probably just thinking, let them rest. We want them for Miami. And I figured them not playing last week, almost assures that they're going to play this week. But, you know, we'll see what happens. There have been rumors that it actually might be something serious. So I guess we'll have to see. Um, But back to Jordan Travis, uh, you know, he was an easy target for Miami fans, Florida fans, kind of anybody anti-Florida State over the past few years saying, you know, He's not this. He's not that. He's no T V D, He's no NFL QB. Oh, we lost Sean there. We'll see if we get him back. But, um, you know, it was easy to say Jordan's not an NFL quarterback. And it's probably still fair to say that he's not an NFL quarterback, but he does a really good job at playing the college game. He's super yeah. mobile, which is really what you need to be successful in college. And honestly, if he was playing QB for Miami, I think the Canes have at least eight wins this season. So...
0: Yeah, well, isn't that kind of like comparison? Isn't it kind of like a Malik Rozier 2.0? That's right. Like a better version of Malik Rozier.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's he's equally as capable as a runner as Malik, and he's, uh, you know, at this point, just a a better passer.
2: My apologies, fellas. I just got um, lost connection there. Hopefully I didn't miss anything. Welcome
1: no problem. We, we were actually complimenting your quarterback, and, and those are things that... by we calling him B- Malik
0: Rozier 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> High praise. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate that. One of our winningest quarterbacks ever, Malik Rozier. You and... know, um, before
1: we get off the QB topic, I wanted to add one more thing, since it was funny that you were talking about meeting uh, the young Jordan Travis. I actually met a young Brad Kaya in the Marlins Clubhouse the year before he really? went to uh, Miami. He was, uh, his mom, of course, uh, played Felicia in the movie Friday. And as Sean knows, the Bah Felicia was a very common saying around the Marlins Clubhouse. So yes. much so that somebody who uh, knew her actually got her to come in and meet some of the players. And <laughs> she brought in uh, young Bradley, who was just committed to Miami and set to enroll in the next year. And, uh, at the time I was like, I never heard of him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that. That was before my time. I did not. So you met the actual Felicia.
1: Yeah. Met Felicia met young Bradley. Yeah. I'll have to give you a little more details off that off mic. (laughs) Oh my
0: goodness. (laughs) That's interesting, Freed. What a nice little anecdote for us.
1: So, uh, Alex, I was told you got a
0: game for us. Oh, you know I do, Freed. Like we always do here on Boochball. You know, we always throw something in there just to shake things up a little bit. Keep people on their toes, you know what I mean? Right down to your bubbly toes. Am I right, Colby Calais? I just have the bubbles going up my nose. Every
1: time I get that little semi-burp, I get the, the effervescence in the nose.
0: Well, Dang Colby Calais said that it starts at her toes and then it made her crinkle her nose. So, Ooh. but you know, bubbles do rise. Um, so does shit. Um, all right, boys. So we know that this is Miami Florida State rivalry week. And one of the great things about college football is how many rivalries there are. So many rivalries, in fact, that it's kind of hard to keep track of them. So. I have come up with a list of all of the biggest rivalries here. Um, And in order to make my cut, these rivalries need to have, uh, these teams need to have had at least 100 meetings. Okay. So I'm going to go through here. And I think the way that we're going to play this is that we're going to kind of go one at a time, allow you to answer. And then if the person doesn't answer, then it will go to the other person for a steal. How do you guys think about that?
1: Okay, I'm
2: in.
0: It works for me, yep. Okay, let me go through. I'm going to keep a running tally of how many that you've gotten correct. So we have the freed versus the scene, and seen. Uh, all right, so let's do uh, – Sean, you're the guest here. Do what? Would you like to go first or second? I would love to go first. Let's do it. Okay, this one is at the way top of the list with the most meetings of any – College football rivalry. What is the game? What two teams play for Paul Bunyan's axe?
2: Oh, I was gonna go an Army Navy, but the Paul Bunyan axe is throwing me off.
0: Axe throwing. Oh. Buzz me in for that steal, Coach <laughs> Sean. You can I, you can answer or you can pass. I'm passing this one. All right, Freed. Minnesota, Wisconsin. That is absolutely correct. And Freed off to an early lead.
2: The most most meetings, huh? Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. No Googling of this, by the way, outside of this. We're going to have to keep this in. That's right. The Paul Bunyan's axe. All right. Freed takes the win and Freed maintains control of the board. So, Freed, the question for you is who plays in the battle for the bell? Battle for the victory bell. I've heard of this um,
1: so this <laughs> is another job. plus one hundred rivalry game. is this the second most played?
0: uh this is tied for the fourth most played. I'm gonna have to pass uh, I, this is this is two big time teams though so but I don't know pass go to you Sean. do you wanna answer up top or uh I will after this, I will give a hint let's get the hint, okay these are. This is just going to be the first one to answer. These are – Freed, you were actually not right by saying that these were two big-time teams. (laughs) The other thing is these are two teams located in Ohio.
1: Is is Ohio State one of them?
0: No. Okay. (laughs) Um, This is a tough one for you to pick. I think – Are you going to answer?
2: I know one of them. I don't know the, the latter.
0: Which one of them? Which one? It's gotta be Cincinnati, correct? That's correct. Oh. Freed, you want to name the other one? I'm giving Sean a half a point. I'll give you one last hit. Miami played him this year. Is it Miami of Ohio? You sure you got it, Freed? I'm not gonna give you the point for that though. Okay. Hey, one of them
1: kind of a big time team ish now.
0: Power five. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, sort of. Not really big time though. Um, they made some more uh, playoffs recently than Miami has. Um, okay, next up, we have – all right, I'm going to give this one over to you, Sean. All right. Who plays for the Secretary's Trophy? Throw me through a loop here, Alex.
2: <laughs> I've not heard of this one. The Secretary Trophy.
0: It has already been I... mentioned.
2: Is it too early to ask? I'll pass it over to the Freed.
0: It's already—it's already been mentioned on uh, on this this very game that we've already been playing. Someone's already brought it up. Army Navy. That's correct, Freed. Wow. Army Navy play for the Secretary's Trophy. I can only imagine it's the Secretary okay. of War. All right. Interesting, huh? These are some little, little rivalries that are all yeah. at the at the very top. All right, so. I, these uh, these next two are kind of interesting. This is kind of like a. These are a two-parter. Um, all right, Sean, I'm just gonna give it back to you until you get one right. Who plays in the game called the Deep South's oldest rivalry? The Deep South's oldest rivalry. First year ni- 1892. This is the second oldest meeting with the second most meetings of all time.
1: I think I know this one.
0: I am going to throw a shot in the
2: dark and I'm going to say Ole miss. And did I get the first part, right? No, <laughs> I was going Ole miss, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. You're both wrong. It's Auburn versus Georgia. Mm. Auburn versus Georgia in the deep South. old. right. And now this is the next oldest, This the, the next one down. This is called just the South's oldest rivalry. <laughs> and I don't think you'll ever guess the two teams. Is it Power Five? Uh-huh. Is it a
1: Mississippi State? These are both ACC teams. Oh, I thought you said SEC.
0: No. Oh,
1: so I'm going with Georgia Tech as one of them.
0: Uh-uh. This is the wow. South's oldest rivalry. Freed's out, Sean. Care to hazard a guess at two ACC teams? playing in the South's oldest rivalry?
2: North Carolina and... Virginia.
0: Are you going to let Sean answer? I'm
2: going to say what Freed said. Let's He's absolutely
0: correct. Sean, you are on the board. a uh-huh. boy. Yes, that's Appreciate right. Appreciate assist there, Freed. The South's oldest rivalry. Who would have thought? North Carolina and Virginia uh, playing in that one. It's funny because I think of Virginia
2: as the North, but... It's on the border. Yeah. When you hear South, your mind goes SEC, Mississippi, Arkansas. At least mine does. I sure
1: love my mom and
0: pa. Edward (laughs) Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, which is almost as many points as Sean. All right. Boys, for the last question of the quiz and for a winner takes all, who plays for the Platypus Trophy?
1: Oh, I know this one.
0: Oregon,
1: Oregon Freed? Oregon, Oregon State.
0: That's correct. Beavers and ducks, baby. Let's beavers go. and ducks. How clever is that? How, How do you know that, Freed? Yeah.
1: Because I've heard of it. It's a beaver plus a duck equals a platypus. Yeah. That one sticks with you.
0: That's, I had never heard that before, but I can't believe I didn't know that. But now we all know that. And this originated... The trophy itself originated in 1959. Um, and apparently this trophy has been stolen a number of times. Uh, dating back to the 60s. Huh? Have they
2: located any of the culprits yet? or?
0: Looks so, yeah. Following the 1961 game, the trophy was stolen several more times and was eventually forgotten as the football game's trophy. In 1986, artist Spadey... Now an art teacher in Eugene spotted the trophy in a case at Oregon's Layton Pool. No it had way. apparently been reappropriated as a trophy for the school's water polo rivalry and ah. was affixed to a black plaque commemorating four consecutive Oregon water polo victories. Spady well. was unable to convince anyone to reacquire the trophy for use in the football game. And in 2000, the pool and its trophy cases were demolished as part of a re- renovation project. How are you going to demolish the trophy cases with the trophies in them? Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's a big-time rivalry,
1: Alex. As you remember from our recent Geography episode, those That's two right. schools separated by only 37 miles.
0: Yeah, the two the closest. The third closest state and U. No wonder you they've know? played so many games against each other. It's so yeah. easy. It's logistically yeah. a piece of cake. Could Uber. All right, boys. That concludes uh, Rival... Freeds, rival freeds, uh, rival aid, rival Rival McGuire. Rival, yeah. Uh yep, that concludes the rivalry game. Well done, Friedrich. Way to take it out on our guest Sean. That a boy. No mercy. Well, folks, we've told you what we're drinking here on the Booch Ball podcast with our lovely guest Sean, the Florida State fan. We're drinking the GT's Gingerade. Boys, quick stop here on the Bucha Barometer. How are we feeling about this GT Gingerade?
2: I've been enjoying it. I'm pretty much
0: finished, fellas. I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> well said. I, I can't personally vouch for that because you are not on video. Our only ever guest to not be on video, in fact.
2: Uh,
0: I think you should stick to, to your guns. The end yeah, I want you to stick to your guns, honestly. <laughs> really, do you're just, just naked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean looks so good. He would make us look bad. So stay black.
0: Yeah, Freed has said that you are careful saying that on the radio, Freed. All right, boys. We've told you what we're drinking, what we're thinking. It's rivalry week. There's only one thing left to do, boys. It's time to tell them who we're picking. Ooh. Who we're picking you are picking this voice week?
1: crack on the? Uh, on the yeah, cabinet. I wasn't
0: sure if that was on purpose or not.
1: <laughs> nope. All right. Well, we got a good slate today. Uh, let's start it in the Big Ten. Michigan and Fighting Connor Stallion frauds, four and a half point <laughs> favorites against Penn State.
0: Hmm. Who are you
1: picking, Alex?
0: Well. I'm gonna ride them until they die, Freed. I got Michigan in this one, and in, uh, in support. I uh, actually, the New York Marathon ran right by my apartment, and there, uh, I some people asked me to take a picture of them. They had a bunch of like Michigan gear on, and as I handed back to them their phone, I was like, "Hey, no problem, guys. By the way, I think you guys are gonna beat the allegations." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we are," <laughs> uh, but I'm not so sure they are. But until they don't. I got Michigan in this one. Go Blue.
2: We all know the controversy that's going on right now with Michigan. Um, I think Drew Allard learned a lot from that Ohio State game. Um, I'm going I'm going Penn State, boys, and I think they're winning outright.
1: Sean, I actually kind of agree with you here. There's one of two ways that this Michigan season is going to go. Either things become a distraction and they start to suffer or they rally around it and they achieve anyway. But at Penn State, Manny Diaz defense? Ooh, I don't know. I'm leaning with Sean, thinking maybe upset alert.
0: Wow. All right. The boys pick Penn State. Moving on to our next game. Um, oh, you know what? Wait, I want to do this real quick, not to take hold up too much of the proceedings, but it would be fun to see if we can figure out what the rivalries are for those games. Uh yeah. The
1: deep south adjacent south states, state school, second oldest rivalry.
0: Say that one more time. (laughs) The old south adjacent deep
1: south state school, second oldest rivalry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Uh, No, this is not deemed a rivalry game, according to my Wikipedia site here. Uh, But we have Ole Miss Miss traveling to Athens, Georgia to take on the Bulldogs. uh, I guess the number two rated Bulldogs. Um, So we've got... Georgia favored by 10 and a half points. Freed, who do you got in this one? Yeah, I guess
1: with Alabama in between them, they just kind of Mississippi and Georgia just take it all out on Alabama. Uh, I, I got Georgia. We've I feel like no matter what I do in an old Miss matchup, the opposite happens. You never know what you're going to get, but Georgia's just too good.
0: Sean?
2: I got I to gotta agree with, uh, my boy, the freed on this one. I just think we know Ole Miss can score points, but I just haven't seen a defense like Georgia's yet. And Georgia, I think Georgia's going to take it to him.
0: All right. Boys, I hate to disagree. Uh, whenever I have the opportunity to hop aboard the Lane Train Express, I am all aboard. And you already know it, baby. Choo choo. Lane Train and the Egg Bowls. Going to get this one, or at least covering this one.
1: Fair enough. How about uh, another SEC matchup? We got Tennessee, who's a road favorite by one point at Missouri. Sean, you want to start up here?
2: Yeah, I was – I don't know if you guys were – I was going back and forth for a long time on this one, and I'm still kind of back in my mind. But you know what? I'm going Mizzou. Tennessee, at Joe Milton, you never – maybe the most talented quarterback in college football. It's, it just, once you think he's there, it's, he has a lackluster game. Mizzou's battle tested. I'm going to Mizzou. Wow.
0: Interesting. Uh, Uh, I don't have any real insight on this one. I'm just picking it off the, you know, just because I'm friends with a bartender who lives around here. Who's a big Tennessee Vols fan. So I've, I always root for Walker's happiness. So, um, Rocky top, baby. Go Vols.
1: When I think about Missouri, I can't help but think about Jake Garcia. How would this year have played out if he stuck around and he ended up being Miami's
0: starter? What if Malik Rozier was out? Hey, <laughs> Never <mind>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hey, but Tennessee's
1: got a, a former Miami transfer, too. Left tackle, John Campbell, starting for Tennessee. I'm sticking with Sean, though. I'm, I'm uh, on the same page with him. I think Missouri gets this win at home. Is Joe Milton playing? Um I I don't know. I, I haven't really been following along. Is there injury news on him?
2: I there may be. I
1: he's just been it's not, not gonna good.
2: it's not gonna sway my opinion either way. I'm taking Mizzou, but
1: yeah, I, I, I didn't know he was hurt, but he's been pretty pretty mediocre. I mean he can throw the ball eighty yards all he wants, but you gotta gotta make your reads and you gotta be accurate.
0: No doubt. So that's a Tyler Van Dyke. All right, boys, we have reached the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the kombucha bottle, and also time to scrape the bottom of the college football barrel to get all that nice, tasty sediment right out from the bottom. In this matchup, we have Texas State. Big winners against Baylor earlier this year, taking on the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Texas State favored by one and a half points here, boys. Freed, who you got in this one? Oh, he's drinking it.
1: Finishing my dregs. A lot of sediment in this one. Super gingery. One of my favorite parts of the booch. Always Mm -hmm. the sediment. Mm -hmm. Well, Coastal Carolina, they're just not the same um, without, what is it, Jamie Chadwell? Chadwick, something like that. They're they're not the same without him. (laughs) Going to stick with my Texas boys, Sam Marcus. Like I've said on Booch Ball before, we go there every year on Christmas for a Bloomin' Onion. San Marcos, not Texas State. Out. Uh,
2: Outback, obviously. <laughs> Texas State to cover.
0: There's no other place to do it. All right, Freed's got Texas State. What about you, Sean?
2: I gotta go against my boy Freed on this one. Um, I'm going Coastal Carolina at home on that. Is it teal turf? Teal turf. Old oh, school, teal, North teal. Teal. style. I'm going teal turf. Teal turf.
0: I like the way you think. I'm teal-turfing it as well, Sean. I got the Chanticleers, baby, just because it's just – they just – Coastal Carolina really just, like, had that, like – had oh, a little Lord. stretch. Oh, yeah. And now, like, once you have those little kind of gimmick stadiums, like, if you just have, like, a little three-year stretch of being decent, like, all of a sudden, like, everybody knows who you are. I know you guys. Crazy. They had the general triple
1: bad. option going, the modern triple option, the teal turf, the mullets. What's well, not to love?
2: Coastal Carolina, I looked at it earlier, did a little analyzing. They've won four straight, so they're playing good ball.
0: They're also due for a, you know, they're due. They're overdue.
1: They also won the uh, the baseball championship like six, seven years ago, didn't they?
2: 2016. Oh, yeah, they do always have a very good baseball program.
0: Speaking of mullets and things like that. All right, boys. Very good. The picks are in, but there's one... Well, there's really this is the penultimate pick if you think about it it's the rivalry week pick the florida state hate week pick miami at florida state free do you have the numbers on this one
1: um it opened as a 14 point spread i I saw it got up to 14 and a half i don't know where it's at today but that was as of last night um but yeah we really need the tiebreaker today because alex you and i picked fully opposite and uh as everyone knows at this point, I've been wrong on my score prediction for Miami five weeks in a row. Now. <laughs> so I do still have a glimmer of hope. I really do. I think I don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I, it could legitimately be any of the three guys or some combination of which. If I had it my way, we come out with Jakari Brown, run the ball, hit a couple. Deep bombs with the play action, and then mix in one of the other two quarterbacks. We should have been mixing in eleven much earlier in the season. In there's my opinion.
0: no way we're gonna try out Jakari Brown as the starter. Hey, not- are that, there yeah, that's what I would like to see. But
2: are there any murmurs of them pivoting from uh, Van Dyke? So
1: Mario, there's murmurs, yeah, but not to yeah,
0: Jakari. I feel like. I got the feeling. Like Mario's I press that.
2: conference uh, yesterday. He did not
1: commit to a starter. So I think the stage is set for them to make a change. If they don't make a change, he's going to be pulled after a mistake. And in my opinion, you don't send a QB out there knowing that he's going to be pulled after a mistake. You're better off to just start somebody else. I mean, he's been so bad. Um, I love the guy. I mean, I respect Tyler Van Dyke and, you know, what he's done. But it's time to hit the portal for your senior year, buddy. Um, It's over.
0: Yeah. That being and said, they just don't—they don't want to—they just don't want to do that to Emery. They don't want to like put him in that position of just getting the shit kicked out of him.
1: Yeah, but you can't put the rest of the team in that position to get the shit kicked out of them because you're starting a guy who throws three picks a game. So I think there's a chance Miami figures it out. There's also a chance that they don't figure it out. But if, if Miami can win the turnover battle, it's going to be a close game. If they don't win the turnover battle, it's going to get really quick. I think it's going to be close. I think Florida State wins. I'm going to say 28 to 20.
0: Okay. I'm uh yeah, similar ballpark there Fred. I just went with the nice classic reverse score. I went with the 31-13. Florida that State. That
2: is exactly you read my mind Alex.
0: Hell yeah, the, brother. I
2: was going with the same exact score.
0: I could feel it. I could just A sense it in the air. the
2: exact score, so now I need to change it, and now I'm going to go 33-13.
0: Well, look at you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it ain't broke.
0: I, I we'll just don't. It, I mean, unless,
1: unless Miami turns the ball over and does the same shit they always do, I don't see Florida State getting that many points. But as we know, Miami is prone to doing that exact thing, so. True we'll you. find out. We will find out, Sean. I wish you luck. Not that much luck, but I do hope that. I hate to say this, but you know what? If you guys beat Miami, run the table, win the ACC, obviously you're going to make the playoffs. Will I root for you? Probably not, but you will be representing the ACC. So
0: yeah, that's, that's fair. yeah.
2: Well, I appreciate that, Freed. As you know, oh, you're whatever. a good friend and everything like that. But I wish you nothing but the worst come Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: want it no other way. Before we head off here on Booch Ball, we got one more thing on the agenda. It's time to rescore the GT's gingerade.
0: That's true. We've all agreed that Florida State is going to win this week. Let's see if we can all agree as to the flavor profile and complexity of the GT Gingerade. Boys, I can't remember what I gave this uh, originally for my score, but with the GT Gingerade, it's um, the problem is that it's they're competing against themselves. It's kind of like the ACC cannibalizing each other. The GT's trilogy is just so much better than the, the GT Gingerade. It really kind of takes the, uh, the allure away from it. Um, and for that reason, I am... I cannot, in good conscience, give this uh, a would rem- recommend level. I would give it a six point nine, which means I would buy it. But if I was to recommend, I would recommend the GT trilogy over it. So an incredibly solid, solid bootch, but it's it's not going to get my. Uh, it's not in the top level of my recommendation. For that reason, it's a six point
1: nine. That's interesting. Uh, it's a fair take. I. I don't fully agree that the Trilogy is just straight up better. The Trilogy is a lot tarter, and sometimes GTs can be a little bit strongly tart and strongly sweet. This one is much more akin to the Health Aid Ginger Lemon, which obviously is, Alex, one of your favorites, and I've I've come to really enjoy as well. This Gingerade, I would most certainly recommend. It's such a great entry-level booch for somebody who's kind of a ginger fan, a spicy boy in the making. I'm happy with
2: this. I'm going to go
0: 7.5. Very good. Sean, your thoughts?
2: I'm going to split it, boys. I'm going to go right in between, about a 7.2. Um, would not recommend to anyone that is opposed to ginger, but for those that like ginger and like the little bite that ginger brings to the table. I recommend it. It's not at the top of the GT list for me, but it's up there and I will occasionally buy
0: a ginger rate. There you go. It's in the running. All right. You might've already done uh, the ETF five bots job for us, but ETF five bot, what do you say? Go ahead and calculate the final score. Beep boop boop beep, boop, boop ETF
1: five bot is right there with the scene, 7.2. Which is our exact what? score. That is the exact <laughs> score we gave it the first time around. Let's take a,
2: a trip down memory. I go and with the, out, I go with the AI uh, thought process, gentlemen. Um, what was it
1: scored? So, Oh, interesting. The first time we did it, I actually was more uh, bearish. I was 6.8. You gave it a 7.0. And our guest... Uh, the Honorable Matthew Gazi with the seven point eight brought it all the way really up. Really brought it up. That's interesting. But so I was I was eight?
0: within point .1 of my original score. I had a feeling. I had a feeling I had given it exactly a seven. Um, which yeah. is why I wanted to. I wanted it's to different. give a take it away because it's any given booch ball boys. We say it every week.
1: I think in my older years, I've started to get a little bit more friendly on the Buccia scale. I think in the first couple seasons, I was being a little harsh, waiting for something amazing to come along. Mm-hmm. And as I've circled back, I've found that a lot of those first kombuchas that we were hitting really were kind of at the top of the line. And uh, I, I've bumped up their
0: scores accordingly. You never forget your first, Freed. Sean, thank you for joining us here on Booch Ball. Boochies, we love you. Thank you for joining us. Sean, is there anywhere that you want people to follow you or you just kind of just leave us, you know, leave it where, where you're at?
2: Just like the no video, I'm off the grid.
0: <laughs> yeah, good for so you. I
2: hopefully, we'll make my, my way back on here if I have the opportunity. But to all my uh, fellow Boochies out there, keep supporting these guys and keep enjoying the kombucha and the college football.
0: And as always, stay
2: cultured. Peace.